I'm Willie Davis, millennial, real estate agent, and entrepreneur. Let's get into some real estate talk. If you're a buyer in the market, you have a pre-approval in hand, you're going out with your agent, looking at homes, probably written an offer or two. You, you know how crazy this current market is, and it's been like this for the last couple of years. Um, but more importantly, if you're a first-time home buyer, and a lot of millennials are, okay, if you're a first-time home buyer, you've been renting um, for the past 10, 15 years, you now have a good job, stable, you realize, okay, I'm probably going to be where I'm living for a while, and you're just, you're ready to, to get out there. This, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. This is the, this current market is the toughest on first-time home buyers. And, and, and there's a, a lot of, a lot of interesting reasons why, okay? You know, first of all, let's, you know, it's taking a, a broad look at things, you know, this market, this real estate market has been so interesting and so volatile over the last few years. Home prices have just been skyrocketing. You know, I was, I was basically doing transactions in 2021 and 2022, where it was almost as if you, you, a seller would just wake up, think of some random number and add 10% to it. And they say they want to list their home for that price. And a buyer wanted it so bad. And they, they'd raise it 50%. You know, it, it was just, it was just very crazy. So a lot of buyers right now, um, a lot of first time home buyers out there, this is a very critical and brutal market for them. But I'm going to give you some of the reasons why, and I'm going to give you some advice because I don't, I, I really don't want to discourage you. As I sit here and I talk to you, I myself just earlier this year, I was a first time home buyer and I purchased my first home. And I think a lot of people think, oh, because I'm a real estate agent, it's easier. The only thing that's a little easier for me as a real estate agent is maybe finding the homes, but I still have to put in offers. My pre-approval process and underwriting process is so much more excruciating. It's harder, especially being self-employed, you know, looking at the last couple of years of tax returns, taking averages and things like that. I, I don't have a W-2 from every two weeks from a job that I've been at for five, six, 10 years that I can pull. Okay. So, so I really, I really understand what you're going through. And just a quick story, you know, when I was purchasing my home, I was under contract for two different homes. The second one I ended up closing on, but the first one, I mean, I was taken through the ringer. I was kind of taken through the ringer through the second one as well. But that first one, we even extended the contract a couple of weeks, ultimately ended up falling out of contract. But I remember after I just, I almost, I almost gave up. I remember saying, I can't get back into this market. But after taking a few weeks off a mental health month and everything, it just wasn't sitting right with me to give up on this dream that I had. My pre-approval was still good for another two months. So I knew if I could just close on the house, get in, you know, find something, get under contract by the end of the year, everything was going to be good. So I, I pulled myself up and I just, I went, I went back out there. And I looked at countless homes. I looked, um, I wrote different offers and everything, but, but I wasn't going to give up because I was already in the fight, you know, and I tell a lot of my clients too, who 
might go out there and they'll look for a little bit and you know they don't have some luck or whatever and they say oh we're gonna wait i always tell them if you're already in the market stay in the market it's so much easier to stay in the market than to get out of the market and then try to come back in um sometime later because things will be completely different okay so this you know, Zillow just released um, a report and basically what they did is they looked at various tiers. Okay. They looked at various tiers of price points. They looked at a bottom tier, middle tier, and a top tier. And the median price um, nationwide and kind of what they were. So the median price nationwide for what they consider a top tier home, and this is March year over year, was about $633,000. And that price point was about a 1.2% year-over-year decrease, okay? So the top-tier home prices kind of dropped slightly. The medium, the middle-tier homes, those were priced about $335,000, and that was an increase of 3% year-over-year. Now, the what they would consider bottom-tier homes or starter homes those median prices were at about $170,000. And get this, they in, that price increased 8% year over year since March 2022. So a lot of first-time homebuyers, and why if they're in the market right now, probably what they did um, is maybe they looked at the market over the last few years and saw how crazy it was. And they decided to, I'm going to wait. I want to wait until the market cools down. I want to wait till prices start to come down. And we started seeing prices come down at the end of last year, last, last late summer and fall and through the winter and everything. But now, just as the sun will rise tomorrow, the prices here in the spring and beginning of the year, Q1, they start to go up some. So now, First-time home buyers are in the market, and especially millennials. Because let me let's let me let's let's focus on you, millennials, right now. You're in the market right now, and you're seeing how competitive it is. Okay, you're seeing how this market is just very competitive. Um, you know, with the interest rates over the last um, you know couple of years, it really drove up prices. Okay, historically, you know, low interest rates they helped fuel the pandemic buying frenzy, okay? Everybody was buying up everything. And a lot of times those lower priced homes, they do typically appreciate faster, at least, you know, before, um, and that was even true, you know, before the pandemic. But now with the higher interest rates, you know, and, and buyers who may have sat out these last couple of years, what you're, what you're seeing is you're going out there and you're just like, oh my gosh, I this I can't afford the house that I actually thought I could. And I kind of talked about this um, in the previous episode about getting pre-approved. So now people are going to the starter homes, those entry-level homes and those lower prices. But but here's the thing. Inventory for those homes um, have barely increased, but the prices have gone up. So now a lot of eager buyers are still looking at the same amount of homes. And and it's and it's getting very difficult. So what's what's also you know because of these factors what we're also seeing is the millennial activity over the past year in the marketplace is shrinking, okay? And this is for the first time 
in eight years, you know, according to the National Association of Realtors or NAR, they just released their home buyers and sellers generational trends report. And what they saw is for the first time in eight years, millennials did not make up the greatest share of home buyers. Who was it? It was baby boomers. And one of the reasons why it was probably baby boomers is because they have these homes that they have so much equity in. So if they sold the home, they got so much equity, they could just go and and put down, you know, put a large down payment on another home or maybe taking equity out of their current home, keeping it and purchasing something different. So here's an equity tip for you. Look, there are not many homes for sale. Now, you can go the new construction route, go with a builder and um, or with your agent to a builder to pick out your lot or a home that's already built. But if you don't want to go the new construction route and you want to go an existing home, please understand you need to be patient, okay? And anticipate moving quickly once you see a home that you really like because you might be in a bidding war. Um, you might need to put a little more money down. So talk with your lender and your family about what gift funds could look like for you.